we all get stuck in what we should do or what we should have done. The word should can inspire us and it can inhibit us. It can get us moving and it can hold us back. Why is it so hard to move past complacency and get inspired to build the fulfilling future that we want? You are listening to Should Theory. Let's talk it out. Stories, interviews, and more to inform and inspire you towards building the future that you want. Get motivated, figure out how you want to shift, and then get your shift together. I'm Tara Grebe. Let's do this with the Should Theory. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Should Theory. I am Tara Grebe. I hope that you're doing well. Today, I'm going to talk about four crucial questions that you need to ask yourself or reflect on as you are considering a life shift or a career change. And let's be real, you are considering some kind of a change or else you wouldn't be here listening to this and seeing what it is that I or my guests have to say. So let's take this back a little bit and think about the choices that we make early on. When we leave school or college or university, often we have no idea what it is we really want to do. We choose a job or a career based on what our parents, our friends, career advisors say, suggest, or expect. We do the things that we should do because our parents have done it or our peers are doing it. Sometimes we just go with the answer that it's just what you're supposed to do. Ultimately, down the road, years on, and sometimes 20 plus years on, we find ourselves in a mediocre situation with a growing sense of disappointment and dissatisfaction about our situation, our work, or our place in either of those things. What do we do about it? Do we listen? Do we lean in and explore our options? Often, and if you're like me, we stuff it down and pretend that the feelings aren't there because we should be satisfied with what we have. To make a change is to throw away all that you've accomplished or accumulated. Why does it have to be seen this way? I think the difference is in your perspective. Do you see the need for change as a need to start over? See, starting over gives the impression that you must give up all that you've learned and experienced. It sounds and often feels like you have to go back to the green and inexperienced human being that you were back when you started the journey that you're on now. Now, that isn't to say that you can't look at your changes as a clean slate. In many ways, that is what is appealing about a shift. However, changing directions and getting a fresh start does not require you to unlearn all that you know or erase your life experiences or give up all that you've earned. Rather, you take your experience, your wisdom, and your knowledge with you so that you can make an informed decision about which fresh start or clean slate is the right one for you. Moreover, You use that background to select a path and make progress on it in a way that is far different and often far better than when you started out many years ago. So is it too late to change direction and do something completely new or different at this stage in your life? Of course it's not. Life is changing rapidly and dramatically for all of us. New careers, ideas, and opportunities are popping up all the time. This was a learning curve for me. I ventured there in my 30s, hesitantly, and not without battle scars to show for it, with some life decisions about marriage and family. Now in my late 40s, I move forward with preconceived notions about what makes a career 
or what jobs, activities, and methods constitute a living. The thing is, the days of choosing an organization, working for 30 years, and building your retirement package to then ride off into the sunset to finally do the things you enjoy are evolving. Sure, those organizations still exist, but there are countless and innovative ways to work, to generate income to invest and build your own retirement holdings, and most importantly, to live a life that you love. Things that we would never have thought possible just a few years ago have become household favorites or expectations virtually overnight. Who would have thought it was possible for the biggest taxi company in the world to own zero taxis? Who would have thought that the biggest online retailer doesn't have a single product of their own to sell? Who would have thought that a whole new industry could be born simply from fast food delivery? You have to step back and think about what it is that you want. If you want to change direction at any age, the most important thing to discover is what you really want out of life. What interests you? What fascinates you? What do you feel passionate about? Make a list on each of these important issues and see where they overlap or have commonality. Hidden in there somewhere are the basic elements of a complete change of direction for you. When you dig into your lists, it's possible to create a basic plan of careers, jobs, and opportunities to explore that can lead you to a life of fulfillment and happiness. Also, these lists may reveal other changes that would equally benefit you. Maybe it's nutrition. Maybe it's exercise. This is about life change, not just career change. It's about feeling fulfilled and finding a way to get there. If you pursue that path, as long as it keeps you happy and fulfilled, you'll never look back. P.S. This is a rinse and repeat process. This isn't a video game. You don't have a limited number of changes or chances and then it's over. You are in control of your life and you get to choose the path that makes you happy. Over and over and over again, you get to do that. It happens all the time in this rapidly developing world. Your lists might bring you to exploring a shift or a new career. Once you've gone through those lists and you've found some things that will fulfill your passions and your interests, you'll want to consider other aspects of them too. Now, you are going to ask yourself these questions over and over, even if I didn't tell you to, even if someone else didn't put them in front of you, these are the questions that are going to come up. Let me give you a disclaimer. Before we move on with these questions that you're going to think about over and over as you consider making your shift, I think it's important to be transparent about some of my learning curves and some of the newfangled stuff I had to embrace and accept in order to be able to begin to shed my shoulds. If you're like me, or even if you think you are up to date and understand trends, I'm here to tell you that you don't. Okay, maybe you do, but I know that for me, it's been one part learning processes like building a website or editing, recording, and producing a podcast, and part mindset. I've had to learn a lot, and I've had to let go of a lot. Mostly, I've had to let go of preconceived notions and fears. So as we move through these questions, I'm going to pop in here and there with some midlife-friendly, down-to-earth learning shifts, explanations, and yes, even some admissions of what had me stumped or stymied for a while. So here we go. Number one, will it, whatever it is, make enough money? You'll want to consider how you'll monetize your interest and what pursuing that aspect will entail for you if it is, in fact, some sort of a career shift that you're looking for. Do you want to get a new job in this field? Do you want to start your own business? Now, here's my learning shift. Monetize was a new word. 
for me. Well, it isn't new, (laughs) but in my old-fashioned brain, it is. What does it mean to monetize things? In my world, you know, the one that was ingrained deep in my psyche and being for 40 plus years, you go to this place. That place may require you to have skills and talents, or they may teach them to you. Then that place has you do some work. And at some interval, reliably and predictably, they give you money. It took me a while and a bit of paradigm shift to understand that you can take your skills, your talents, and your interests and find ways to make money with them in this crazy new world on your own. Hence, monetize. So with the advent of social media and internet marketing, it's possible to reach out to the thousands of potential customers or clients all over the world without ever leaving your house. It's amazing the reach of social media. And while it can be used for good and evil, the key is to see it for what it is and embrace it for all that it can bring to you, as well as all it can bring you to. The bottom line on social media is this. If you go into it feeling skeptical skeptical about the content or looking for negativity, I promise you that you will find it. If you go into it looking for connection, positivity, and insight, I promise you, you will get that as well. The potential of making money is certainly there, but you might need to retrain and learn some new skills to reach out and get it. More importantly, and moving away a little bit, you may need to reassess how you think about your skills. You may also have to learn new ways of communicating, sharing, or providing a good or a service. Learning shift. There are so many social media platforms out there from the TikTok, which my kids hate when I call it that, to Instagram or Slapchat, as my husband likes to call it. It can be overwhelming. A lot of it is fun. Don't take it or yourself too seriously. Now, in the world of scary words, there are things like click funnels, which are pathways to get people to your stuff, and automations, things that happen when they do click your stuff, that fall into the world of marketing. There are courses, masterminds, webinars, summits, video series. I mean, really, so many things. And again, if you're looking to do a career shift or monetize some skill that you have, these are things that you can use if you're trying to monetize that interest or skill. Notice that I'm using the new word you just learned so that you can own it. These are things that you can use to learn and grow in a variety of areas on your journey. There is so much free information and instruction out there. Now, there are also people looking to sell you their proven method, their get-rich-quick plan, or their services. Some of them are truly helpful and useful. Some, not so much. Use your judgment. You've gotten this far in life being able to judge people's character and intention. Put those skills to practice as you move forward in this area. And keep in mind that those Webinars, masterminds, summits, video series, and things that are out there that are free are other things that you can use to improve yourself, to grow, to learn new things that you might need towards your change. Number two, what will others think? This is an age-old question that stops many people from making changes that could change their life for the better forever. So let's just start with a simple stop it. Worrying about the thoughts and concerns of others is a waste of your time, and it's a vortex that will suck your spirit right out of you. Keep in mind that all the time that you're worried about what other people think, say, or do, you will never be free. Consider this maxim. Whatever other people think of me is none of my business. 
That's a hard one. I prefer it's none of your concern. Unless those people are in your head, your heart, and living your everyday life, they get no say in what you choose to do for the improvement of your life. Next, is it judgment or is it jealousy? Often when we're thinking about what others might think, we're worried about their judgment of us or our decisions. Consider that their judgment may actually be jealousy. Having the courage to leave a bad situation, move away from something you've outgrown, or forge your own path takes courage. Not everyone has that courage, and that jealousy of your strength can sound like judgment. Take it for what it is. Here's my learning shift in this one. This is a big one for me. When I look back on decisions that I have made that others may have judged or deemed questionable, nine times out of ten, their judgment came from a place of jealousy or self-preservation. If you leave this job, we'll get someone new, and I don't want to work with someone new. You shouldn't leave. This is self-preservation. Your courage to leave will affect their situation, and they're maybe not open to that change. You shouldn't because they don't want to be disrupted. You're getting divorced? Insert eye roll and whisper to the nearby person here. This was most often said to me by unhappily married women, some of whom are still unhappily married, and some of whom, what do you know, are divorced. We have no way to influence what others think of us other than by setting a good example and by being true to ourselves in the process. Let them think whatever they want while you go out and get things done. Never let those who think it can't be done interrupt those who are already out there doing it. I'm interrupting this awesome episode because I have to bring out something that I think we've all felt, that I have felt, and it's that gut feeling that something in your life is missing, that there's got to be something else out there for you, and guess what? It is so hard to ignore. We tell ourselves, I shouldn't shift, I should be happy with what I have, and generally there are signs showing us that a major change is needed in our life but we talk ourselves into ignoring them. Here's the thing, those feelings are gonna keep showing up over and over in different ways until you get the guts to pay attention to them and decide to make a shift. And once you make that decision, people need support to shift. They need confidence, they need clarity. I did, and I would love to support you so that you can do the same. Right now, I have two amazing options of Get Your Shift Together to help you get the confidence, the clarity, and the direction that you need to make that shift in your life that your gut is telling you it's time to make. And if you want to know more about them, you have to go to taragreeve.com or message me on the Should Theory with Tara Grieve Facebook page and we will get you moving to the shift that you know it's time for you to make. Number three. What am I willing to give up in order to create something really incredible? Many times you'll find that preparing for a new situation or a career encroaches on your current life. And if this is the case, weigh the costs of the time, the money, and the effort against your current life to help determine which aspect or process is more important or more beneficial to you. You may want to jump in with both feet. You may want to go slowly. You may want to build a bridge. You may want to take a leap of faith. Here are some examples, some extreme and some not as much. First, would you sell your car to scale down or scale down to a less expensive car? Maybe removing that car payment would lighten a financial burden you feel obligated to, or maybe money you make from the sale could fund a program that you might need or want to learn new skills that help you explore your new ideas. 
Would you give up some of your evenings or your social life to reinvest that time in educating yourself in a completely different career or opportunity? If you're considering walking away from something large like retirement funding or long-term benefits or something like that, are there other ways that you can obtain similar security doing whatever this new thing is that you want to do? Learning shift. This is probably my biggest hang-up and learning curve and, full disclosure, one that I'm still working on and struggling with. If you're in a situation that provides you financial stability, long-term benefits, retirement savings, it can be one of the strongest shoulds out there. Now, to make a life change that would bring financial gain, increase security and benefit, or that would better support you and your family would be, for the most part, a no-brainer. But how about if you're a person who has a great job, great benefits, and a great salary, but you're extremely unhappy? How much is your happiness worth? Yeah, I know. I just got real there. But feeling like you have financial obligations that you can't meet in any other way or a lifestyle that you have to uphold is debilitating. It freezes you in your tracks. And I would argue for me, it's the thing that's kept me in my spot for 20 plus years. Here's the thing. We become accustomed to what we have, but sometimes we need to just step back and assess what it is that we need. I mean, really need. And that need can include happiness, peace of mind, fulfillment. It isn't just 401k savings and good insurance. Going back to my 40 years plus of ingrained thoughts and training, this is just how it is. That place that you go to and that you do some work for and that gives you money and benefits on a regular basis, those benefits and good retirement package are part of what you expect and do it for. Now, I know there have been people since the dawn of time who have handled and planned those things themselves. And I know that there are people from the dawn of time who have lived extremely happy and successful lives without those things. This is where the reflection you have done comes in handy, and you have to come up with the answer for yourself. What do you need? Can you meet with your bank or your financial advisor, a trusted friend, and take a look at what you've earned and saved? Can you lay out plans that include several scenarios? or ways to save and methods to build your own retirement savings or insurance package? I bet there are. Here's another learning shift. Starting over versus changing direction. I talked about this earlier. This area of questioning yourself until you induce anxiety requires that I remind you, there are things that you have earned and done that are yours. Money you have saved, a 403B or a 401k that you have started, a savings plan, knowledge that you've gained, Those are yours. While you may make a shift that stops contribution to them, that doesn't mean that you can't start another or add to it in a different way. Mindset. How you look at things and being willing to look outside the box of expectations is what's going to allow you the freedom to forge the path that you want. So number four, will I be good enough to make it work? The very fact that you're listening to this says that you're searching for a change. Good for you. Reassurance about change, knowing that you aren't the only one who feels this way, can be calming and it can help you affirm your feelings and move toward, forwards towards your shift. You've already considered or felt that pull to the fact that there's more to your life than that which you're currently experiencing. Something that you have considered or thought about, it lights a spark in you. If it didn't, you wouldn't be here listening to what I have to say. Mindset is vitally important. Let your motivation carry you forward. As you take action, a positive mindset will help you overcome any obstacles that may arise. When the negative thoughts come into your mind, and they will, go back and remind yourself who you are, what you want, why you want it, and what you're willing to do to get it. 
Your life is entirely under your control and what you do with it is your decision alone. Get busy, make some decisions, and take action. Most importantly, keep moving forward with your ideas and your intentions. The answers may not come overnight, but as long as you pursue what interests you, fascinates you, and makes you happy, you will find the answers that you seek. Beware of any criticism of your dreams and ideas from anyone who wouldn't give you sound advice or who wouldn't do it themselves. Remember, someone telling you that you shouldn't is often their admission that they couldn't. Be relentless in your pursuit of happiness and fulfillment. Go at it like your whole life depends on it, because it does. That wraps up this episode. I hope you're enjoying the things that you're getting from this show. If you are, I would absolutely love it if you would like, if you would subscribe, if you would leave a comment. They help us get out to further people, but more importantly, they help me to hear what it is that you like and know what directions to go to in the future. So again, like, subscribe, comment, do all the things. I really appreciate you and I hope that we hear you or see you again next time. Until then, be well.